0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Random Things with Christina. I'm Christina, and today we are going to talk about several things. It may seem like I'm jumping back and forth or I'm flipping from random topic to topic, and yeah, that may be it. I just have a lot of things that um, are going off in my brain that I wanted to kind of talk about and discuss with you guys, because that's why we're here. We're here to just have conversations and to learn and to grow from these conversations. And growth actually is the key word of this conversation in particular. Um, sometimes I sit down and I do like some um, I call it self reflection either I, I do I take inventory of where I'm at, where I was and where I'm going. Um, I want to do that um, as often as I can. It's usually like every every couple months or what have you, just to see if I'm growing, to see if I'm moving forward, because I know that if I don't do that, then, um, and I become stagnant, then that's, that's just not a good place for me to be, you know? Have you ever had that feeling like, um, there has to be more than life than this, like, there has to be something more than this, or... You can be in a relationship or you can be at a job or you can be in a business partnership, just whatever it is. It can be a friendship. It can be anything. And you realize that you have grown and the other person hasn't. And it's like almost when you realize that happens, you instinctively know that in order for me to thrive, in order for me to move forward, I have to separate myself from that person. I need to separate, you know, from them. But because we, um, we value human interaction and our friendships and everything like that, it could have been something like a friend that you've had ever since, uh, middle school or a, a business that you started. You guys started from the ground up and it's at a certain point right now where it seems like, okay, now it's time for us to take the next step, the next step of faith to do the next thing, to introduce the next product or whatever, whatever it is you have realized that the season, before it's coming to a close because you've matured past that season and and you have to be able to move forward. And what is the most, I think, disheartening thing I know for me is when I realize that whether it's a friend, whether it's a family member, whether whatever it is, you realize that they, when you take like an inventory, when you look back, they haven't grown, they haven't moved, and they have no desire to. So then, I, I know with me, I can only speak for myself, it becomes this struggle of what should I do? I know in order for me to, you know, move forward and I have to grow. I have to go to the next thing. I have to leave this season and embark on a new season or new, uh, journey, whatever it is, I have to do it, right? Because I, I, I desire to, um, be my best self, to be whole and always emotionally Physically, financially, spiritually, in all ways. And that requires that as I mature at one level to go to the next level. And sometimes the best thing that you can do for yourself and even for other people is to just separate yourself. Have you guys ever been there where you've been in a season of friendship or partnership or, you know, business partnership or at a job or just something? And you realize that the, that, that no longer fits you. Like what used to work before doesn't work for you now. And you have this restlessness in your soul and it, you become uncomfortable because you've outgrown this and you need to separate yourself. And it's hard to do because you don't want to leave people behind. And, and depending on what things you're currently working on in your life, you know, you don't want the, you, you don't want the confrontation that comes with having the conversation about moving forward and about growth. You know? It could be, you know, you, you can break, you can break down and you can talk to the person and say, look, you know, in this friendship, I've been, you know, working on my mental health. I've been, you know, growing as a person and the, the way that I thought before, you know, um, about certain situations, I don't think that way anymore. And I find that we have less and less to talk about because we're no longer on the same page. You know, these are the things I'm doing. You know, like what, what is your take on it? Where do you see it from? And they may be like, Oh, I thought everything was fine. I didn't see anything wrong with it. And, you know, then you start feeling this, this pull. Um, it's like a tug of war almost because a part of you, you know, um, wants to, wants to stay in that friendship, stay at that job because you've gotten so much from it. It's brought, you know, it's helped you so far to this point. Or, you know, maybe you realize that it hasn't. It's been actually, um, it's been detrimental to your growth and, and you realize that you have been stunted in order to reach your full potential you gotta move forward, you know, those conversations are hard to have, those emotions that come up with that are hard to do, and sometimes people look at you as like, oh, you think you're better than me, like, why, why all of a sudden you're acting different, or whatever, and I used to, I used to cringe, I used to be like, I don't, I don't want to make anyone purposely feel bad, I don't want me, um, I don't want anyone to think that, just because I'm growing and I feel the need to step into step up to another level and move forward, that I'm I'm putting a demand on them that they have to. Um, because they don't. You can choose to do whatever you want to. You can choose to grow and mature. You can choose to not to stay where you're at, stagnant. That is clearly your choice. But at some point you have to do what's best for yourself. You know? Like I said, I find a lot of Uh, through prayer and reading my word and things like that helps me, you know, helps me to grow, helps me to have a different perspective on things. And I just had to think about it like this is what occurred to me when I was just in that season of when I knew that I had to separate from certain people and certain things because I had outgrown them and it was painful to do so and I was finding so many reasons not to do that. You know, to keep things as they were and like maybe I can grow and still be a part of this. And what the thought I had was when you were when you were 10 years old, you had like your favorite sweater, you know, you love to wear it. You look good in it like it was your go to sweater. Well, when you became 16, that sweater didn't fit you anymore. And it's not that you don't have the fond memories of, oh, this this is sweater I used to wear when I used to get on the merry-go-round and at recess, or this is a sweater I had on when I went to my first birthday party, or just whatever, you know, you have those fond memories and everything, or whatever you have, you attached to those things, but you realize that the sixteen year old you can no longer fit into the ten year old you sweater. It doesn't serve you now. It doesn't cover you. It doesn't keep you warm. It's not in season for you to wear. And you realize that you've grown and mature and you have totally different tastes. Maybe a sweater with um, with strawberries all over it is not what you like now. Maybe you like blue And that's okay. Should you still try to force yourself into wearing that shirt? Just to keep hold of those memories, you know, or can you grow still have the memories, take the good things from it, and still grow and evolve and that's just a part of that's a part of your history, that's a part of your makeup that's a part of the quilt that makes up your life. It's a square there, you know Quilts are um I love the um tradition that um well, not really a tradition, but some people I know they um they have some a family member that um sews and they make quilts and it's made from patches of different outfits or uh, from different family members and they sew it together and like maybe for someone's wedding or someone's birthday when they become a certain age or whatever they give them that quilt and it has pieces of their history pieces of what makes up them of their family history and, and memories you know different memories so when you see that quilt they can remember those different things and how they've grown from maybe this is a square from your first, you know, the outfit when you first came home to this is now a square of your graduation gown. You know, it's like a timeline, so, so to speak, of your growth and the growth of your family, you know, and when you are growing and maturing and you're realizing that you have outgrown people, you have outgrown some places and you have outgrown some things, and you are in that inter uh, turmoil struggle of, should I go forward or should I not? You should go forward. You you should go. Um, You should move forward. You shouldn't hinder yourself. My daughter, um, she when she was like 10 or 11, I believe, she, um, you know, children have growth spurts, and she was going through a massive growth spurt. Like she grew like four inches in a short period of time. And her legs used to ache and be in excruciating pain. Her knees hurt. Sometimes they would just give out for no reason. And we couldn't understand what was going on. I took her to the doctor. They sent her to an orthopedic surgeon. We went to a bone specialist, everyone trying to figure out what is happening. Like, why is this? 11 years old, knees giving out, like why is she in so much pain, constantly in her legs, and there was just so much stuff that was going through our heads, and they were throwing around, it could be this and that, and nothing was good, it was all just, you know, uh, things that could be like a, a parent's worst nightmare to hear, that might be going on with your child, and then we, she went through so many tests, blood work, x-rays, you know, CT scans, all these different things to try to figure out. Like, what is the problem? What's going on? And we finally got to the orthopedic surgeon and he was like, she grew four inches in a short period of time. She's having growing pains. Her, her bones are, she's growing at a rapid rate, but her muscles and tendons and ligaments haven't caught up. So she's hurting until they're able to catch up and then the pain will stop. And we were like, what? I had never heard of it before. Growing pains. There was absolutely nothing that she needed. She didn't need surgery. Surg- surgery. There were no medicines she had to take. Um, they gave her a knee brace to help stabilize that knee as she was growing and everything caught up. And if you know, she just had to be careful. If she needed to elevate her legs, elevate them. But the only thing that could solve the problem was for her to grow. So I'm t- I'm talking to the ones that, you know, maybe at a point in your life where during the course of the pandemic you had time to sit down and you realize, wait a minute, what I what I like, I I really don't like. Like what I want, my goals or what I want in my life now that this world has changed in such a drastic way that I have to rethink about, you know, rethink maybe a plan I had or or my goals, or when they will be accomplished, or, or even if I want to accomplish those things anymore, or the why behind why I'm doing it, you realize, like, no, that that was never really what I wanted to begin with. It was something I did. It was something I was good at. You know, it was where I was at that time, but I've grown. I've grown, and and, and I'm different, and I've changed, and I need to move forward, and it is, the most exciting and exhilarating thing, but it's also the mo- the saddest, it's a sad time, you know? It can even be downright depressing if you look at it from a certain um, way. I got sad. I was sad when I realized that there were some people, places and things that I outgrew. I wanted them to grow too. Like, what? what if you just grow, then we can grow. Why can't we grow together? But that wasn't that wasn't in the, in the journey. That wasn't, it wasn't their season. They just didn't want to. So I had to separate myself from them and I had to grow so that I can be everything that God has called me to be and everything that I aspire to be and want to be. You know, I had to grow from, um, in the way that I raised my daughter, you know, in the way that I was raised is not exactly everything that, how I want to raise her. So I had to grow and be okay with, okay, I don't want to do this. We do this, you know. Um, what, what's best for my family? What's best for my daughter? What's best for me? Um, my daughter has gone to private school. She's went to public school. Um, she was bullied. It was it was a horrible time. And the Lord placed in my heart, was like, why don't you homeschool her? And that never occurred to me that that was something that I could do. And when you hear it talking about, especially amongst my community, the black community, people are like, oh, homeschool, no, they're not really going to school. You know, they need to be in the actual building. I got things to do. That's, you know, I got work. I, I don't have time to stop work or whatever. I don't have, you know, the resources for that. And homeschooling is not really school. Do they really graduate? Like, it's all this negative connotation behind it. But I had to sit down and I did the research. And homeschooling was the best thing for my daughter. And when we started homeschooling, and she started in the eighth grade, she grew. She grew. The way she learned um, was at a pace that was comfortable for her. And she flourished. And in the subjects that, you know, she used to struggle in, we found different ways and things to help her. And we were able to identify that you know where the where the problem was like why why do you struggle with in math like what is the problem we were able to pinpoint what happened where the disconnect was in order to bridge the gap so that she can move forward it was the best decision that was um made for her and for me because also it gave me the opportunity to answer some of the things um answer so to prayers that I had prayed. I prayed to God that I would be blessed in a way that I can be home with my daughter, that I can cook her meals, that I didn't have to drag her to and fro, that she didn't have to go to this after school program and this and, and follow me here and there and things like that, that we could spend time together and that our schedule will be flexible for us to travel and do different things that we want to do. Because I believe you learn everyone. You can learn Every day, all day, everywhere. But that was what worked best for her homeschooling. And it's just been the absolutely most wonderful experience. i um, not going to say it's not; it wasn't hard. It was unfamiliar. It was, you know, a lot of things that I had to research and figure out on how to do to make sure that she's getting the education that she needs and, you know, everything is, you know, done properly. But it was worth it. You know, and I have to grow away from the mindset of thinking that, oh, that's not something that is possible for us that we can do. You know, this these are the only options that we have. When you grow, you realize that you have other options. There are other opportunities that you may have not been had the freedom to explore because you were in a certain mindset of this is the only way that it can be. But each person's life and journey is different. You have to see what works for you. Just like I was talking about that sweater from when uh, I was 10 and when I was 16, that sweater didn't work for me anymore. You know, it's, it's, it was out of style. It was out of season. I outgrew it. But I still held on, you know, maybe held on to it, held on to the good memories from it. And then on days when I needed to call up those good memories, I had them. But it wasn't, I didn't hold on to them in such a way of that it stunted my growth so much that I couldn't move forward. It was like, okay, I have these memories, but I still can move forward and see what I can do in this new season. So, man, growth is, it's, a, it's an awesome thing, but it also can be a painful thing. You know, you can have those growing pains. And the best way to get through them is to grow through them. You know, to move forward. I feel, Sad for people who are maybe in a situation where they know that they need to grow or have the desire to grow but aren't able to. You know, I pray for them because that can be the most, um, just the most devastating thing or a sad thing to realize that you have so much potential to be, um, you know, to be something more than what you maybe ever thought of or up, dreamt of and just maybe being afraid to go. Fear paralyzes you. Fear is the, fear is just, it keeps you from being able to move forward. It paralyzes you. It makes you think that it's bigger than, than the solution. It makes you afraid of um, it. Makes you afraid that, okay, if I do this and I fail, then what do I have? It, it's there. It's like a roadblock. It's like a, a brick wall in the way that keeps you from being able to move to um, move to the other side. When I was in the military, um, we had these things that we had to do in basic training. It was all these things that I've never experienced before that we had to do them. And a lot of these things, I was afraid. And I would say, um, you know, I can't because I'm afraid. And the journalist I like, never say I can say I'm trying. And also, he told me, he's like, there's some things you're just going to have to do afraid. They have to be done. You just have to do them afraid. And I was like, that makes absolutely no sense. But you know what happened in the course of that, those things that I had to do and I did them afraid? I, as I began to do them, I realized that fear was not bigger. That actually, the very fact that I was attempting to do it showed that I had authority over fear, that it wasn't hindering me, that it didn't paralyze me, that I can continue to move forward and get it done. And then once I got through it, I was like, okay, I was afraid, but now I know what's going on. I can better, you know, deal with the situation because I kept moving and I moved forward. So. In this day and time, and whatever season you in, let's grow. Um, you guys, like I said below, I'm gonna link down my um, I'm gonna link in my email address. You guys, email me. Email me questions, or email me a, a paragraph, or or a scenario where you realize that you were, you know, that you were growing, outgrowing a situation, outgrowing a friendship, or what have you. And how did that work out? You know. And let's have a conversation about it. Or maybe you're in a season right now where you feel like, you know, you, you just feel like you're, like you're just locked into your skin, like you're just in a tight space. And it's like, I don't know why I feel this way. I feel so anxious. I feel like there's something more that I need to be doing. I just, I just feel like I'm too tight in this space. And maybe it's because that's, that's the alert that Maybe you need to grow. Maybe you need to, maybe you need to move to, to something bigger and better and, and not let fear or what other people may think or, or what other people did and it didn't work for them stop you. You have to make up in your mind that you're going to move forward and do that. Um, this reminds me of a potted plant, you know? Uh, my grandma, she's very good with growing things growing flowers and stuff like that and they start off so small in this little pot but then they get to the size she's like I gotta dig this up I gotta take it out of this pot and I gotta plant it in someplace bigger and I was like why are you doing that? why are you moving it oh this this pot is too small for it now its roots need to go need to branch out even more and it needs a bigger space to grow in because if not then they'll die you know Sometimes we have that feeling like, oh my gosh, this is just like, I I I just can't seem to, we feel all cramped in. Maybe we need to, we have outgrown where we were and now it's time for us to be replanted in a bigger place so that we can stretch out and we can grow because we don't want to, you know, we don't want to. We don't want to die and not die physically, but you can die emotionally and spiritually and mentally when you seem stuck and like there's no space or whatever, you know. There was a time where my life seemed very claustrophobic to me. I was like, this is I, – I used to um wait for – waiting for my daughter to come home from school on the school bus and I was walking to – um, to the bus stop so I can be there to greet her. And I used to think there has to be more than life than this. I know God created me to do more than just the job that I was doing. And not that I wasn't awesome at my job. I was amazing at my job. I worked at a hospital. I was a certified medical assistant. And I loved doing it. I was able to encourage people and to help them feel better or figure out why they didn't feel well. And just I really loved that because I love helping people. But I had um, I had a little office to myself. And most people like, you're a certified medical assistant and you get an office. Usually, RAs get offices. Doctors have offices. But I have favor. And um, the favor that I had at that place, I had my own office. But my office didn't have any windows. It was an office. I can go in there. I can close the door. I had space that during lunchtime, if I wanted to go in there and put my head down and take a nap, I could do that. And everyone was envious of my office. But I was like, I felt trapped in that office. There was no window. I came into work, worked all day, enjoyed it, and left. And it's nighttime. Or, you know, came in and it was dark and left and the sun is shining. There's so much sunlight and everything going on outside. And I never got a chance to see or experience it because I have been locked in inside all day. And I remember I was thinking, I was like, okay, I'm in this. I'm in this office that everyone is envious of and wish they had and people make the jokes. I'm going to get that office for myself and whatnot. And there was a part of me that I would laugh and be like, yeah, no, this is mine. I have my name on the door. But then I was like, I, I'm dying in here. It's it's dark. It's cramped. Like this, I'm stuck in this little, this little square box all day, eight, ten hours a day. That's it? That's, this is what I'm going to do? For the rest of the time, I have to be out amongst the people. I have to be in the sunshine. I like going to new places and traveling and seeing things. I like having new experiences and tasting new food. I like learning new things. And it's not that I wasn't learning, but it's just like that was not the season where it fit and it was so wonderful for that office. It just wasn't for me anymore. I had outgrown it. But I didn't know how to leave it because I'm like, okay, this is, this place, you know, provides me with money to take care of my daughter and provides me with this and that. And the people here are great. And I love the patients. My patients are amazing. And, hey, I do have the perks of having an office, which most people don't tend to get or they have to share it. I had it all to myself. And they were like, you can decorate it any way you wanted to. If I wanted to paint the walls, they they were like, just get paint. You can paint the walls. You can do whatever you wanted to, but it's just it wasn't enough. It seemed like it hurt me to go there. Every day that I I started waking up I was like I have to go to this place. I have to go into this small office with no windows. I was not happy. My joy was my joy was slipping. And some people may think, oh my God, there's nothing there was absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's a great situation to be in. Maybe for you or someone else, but for me, that was not it I'm just trying to give you an example of what it looks like when you have outgrown the space that you're in you start to feel closed in you start to feel as if like your joy starts leave, stops, starts leaving you you start doubting your decision and he's like what 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 do I need to do and there was a chain of events that happened that I end up not working there anymore and Now that I'm able to look back at it, those events was the best thing that could have ever happened to me because it forced me to get out of that small space and to grow and to do things that I wouldn't have done before and to discover myself, which I wouldn't have. I would have just been on autopilot. Like, How how many of you guys know what that's like to be on autopilot? You do the same thing every day all the time. And that's great for a while. You settle into a routine. That's great. When you're in the right season, when you're where you're supposed to be, that routine is amazing. But when you've outgrown that space, that routine is stifling. You have to know what season you are. You have to know what, what level of growth you're at. You have to know, like, where you're going to. Sometimes, you know, you were like, my, someone's aspiration could be like, I will I'm going to school and I'm going to become a doctor. And that's great. These are the schools I have to go to. This is the classes, the classes I have to do. I have to, you know, um, have to do my residency here and all this stuff. This is the plan. This is what you need to do to achieve your goal. And that's great. Some people power through it. It can be hard, but they power through it because the end result is it's supposed to be a doctor. That's what it's supposed to be. But what if you, while you're going to school and one of the classes you have to take is a class for music? And you realize that this passion for music has been awakened in you that you never knew you had. Like, you didn't understand it. It was like, oh, maybe something... That you just was a little bit good at and like you did it as a hobby, you know, but then you finally like it something awakened inside of you, something budded inside of you, you realize, oh my gosh, my passion is music. I need to create music, I need to sing, I need to do this. This is how I minister to people through music and things like that. And but you're you're on track, your plan is to become a dog. And you realize that, okay, as long as I can remember, I wanted to be a doctor, but I never really understood why. It kind of was more of what everybody else wanted for me to do. And me being a musician or, or you know, working in music, whether it's teaching it, singing it, whatever, is a risk. It's not familiar to me, to my family. It's something like totally to the left of what is expected of me. And then that's when that tug of war starts and you start... Thinking, okay, well, I can continue on with this. And and you continue on, but it becomes so hard and so burdensome because that's not what you're supposed to be doing. That's not the pot that you're supposed to be in. You're supposed to be in this pot. And then when you you realize that okay, I have to grow and I can no longer continue in that direction that I thought I was going in, that I needed to go in. I realize that I'm really supposed to go in this direction and then you will you know, express that to family and friends and everyone seems to be angry and disappointed in you. So you see like maybe the most easy thing is to just continue doing that. You may go on to finish and being a doctor and be a very good doctor, but deep in your soul you never you you never reach your full potential. You never bloom the way you're supposed to, because music is what your gift was. What you're supposed to give to the world. I'm just having a comment. That's just a scenario. I'm not saying that I know anyone that has happened to, but just think about it. Take like take, to give yourself a little, uh, uh, go on a little date with yourself. Take yourself out to lunch. Take yourself out to dinner. Just you. Go for a drive if you can, or go in your room and sit in the. A quiet place of your home. And just think about it. Think about what season you're in. Think about where you are. Mentally, emotionally, spiritually. You know? Think about those things that seem to call out to you like you're very good at refurbishing things and yeah. stuff like that. You know, is that what you're supposed to do? Is, is that the area that you need to step forward and grow in? Have you outgrown where you are? And there's nothing wrong with growing. There's nothing wrong with outgrowing things. In order to get to maturity, it's expected. No one ever says to you, "Um, okay, you're five years old, so you got to stay five. No, their next milestone is this. When you're this age, you should start experiencing this, or these things should start happening like this, a chart of your growth. it's a growth chart. You know, I, I have a daughter. I take her to the pedi- um, pediatrician. They have a growth chart. Oh, by this age, she may be this tall or she may start experiencing this. There's a growth chart. They chart your growth. Do that for yourself. Chart your growth. No one expects a five-year-old to stay five forever. They expect them to grow. And if when you go take them to the doctor you realize they're not growing, properly or they're not growing at all then that signals that there's a problem why are they not growing if you're a gardener or or you know a farmer or anything like that and you're growing flowers and you're looking at them it's like this okay by this time it's been in the ground for this long it should have you know germinated should have grown forth i should see like some little green leaves or whatever and by that time frame you don't see that growth then you start wondering what's happening underground? why is it not growing what what's stunting it you know this this was supposed to produce fruit by this stage, and I don't see any fruit. I don't see anything what happened? what's hindering it from growing Should i you know do I need to change what I'm feeding it? Come on, y'all, do I need to change you know do I need to give more water you, you it's what is something you start looking for reasons to help it grow because the whole growth the whole reason you plant anything is to get a harvest and in order to get a harvest you want it to grow so why do we think that we are god's creations and and we're supposed to grow why do we think that we we are not supposed to grow why do we think that we're not supposed to go any further than where we are why do we think that? We're supposed to just pick one thing and stick to it for the next 50 years. And that may be great. But there has to be some form of some growth. There has to be some um, different branches from that. We're, we're, we should strive to have full life. And a full life for me looks different from a full life for you. Because we're different and we want different things. But... You have to check your growth. So, you know, so that is our topic um, for today. I would love to continue this discussion with someone. So, like I said, email me um, if you would like to be um, on the podcast and you would like to talk about this or you know you have more to add to the conversation. We could definitely do a part two with that. You know, or you just want to you know I can do a part two where people have written in and talk about scenarios where they've outgrown things and what they did with it. This is how we help people. This is how we help one another. This is how we come together. You know, we all are human beings and we all just want to be loved and we want to be safe in the season we're in and we just just want to be our best selves, you know, and it takes all of us coming together and sharing what we've learned to be able to do that. So, all right guys like I said there's more um more things coming up in in the next episode we may have a guest um um talking about different things and you guys just um, be safe and be blessed until the next time bye